So we're starting a, a brand new book, praise the Lord, and uh, it's Philippians, so Philippians chapter 1, <clears throat> Philippians chapter 1, <clears throat> we're going to, Melissa will be back here with the handout in just a minute, <clears throat> for those who don't have it yet. So Philippians chapter 1, we're going to read all of chapter 1, Philippians uh, verse 1, Paul and Timotheus, the servants of Jesus Christ, to all the saints in Christ Jesus, which are at... Uh, uh, Philippi with the bishops and deacons grace be unto you and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ I thank my God upon every remembrance of you always in every prayer of mine for you all making rich request with joy for your fellowship in the gospel from the first day until now being confident of this very thing that he which hath begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ even as it is meet for me to think this of you all because I have you in my heart Inasmuch as both in my bonds and in the defense and confirmation of the gospel, ye are all partakers of my grace. For, for God is my record, how greatly I long after you all in the, in the I'm sorry. For God is my record, how greatly I long after you all in the bowels of Jesus Christ. And this I pray that your love may abound yet more and more in knowledge and in all judgment, that you may approve things that are excellent, that you may be sincere and without offense till the day of Christ being filled with the fruits of righteousness, which are by Jesus Christ, and to the glory and praise of God. But I would have you, you should understand, brethren, that the things which happened unto me have fallen out rather into the furtherance of the gospel, so that my bonds in Christ are manifest in all the palace and in all other places. And many of the brethren in the Lord, waxing confident by my bonds, are much more bold to speak the word without fear. Some indeed preach Christ even of envy and strife, and some also of goodwill. The one preached Christ of contention, not sincerely, supposing to add affliction to my bonds, but the other of love, knowing that I am set for the defense of the gospel. What then? Notwithstanding every way, whether, whether in pretense or in truth, Christ is preached, and I therein do rejoice, yea, and will rejoice. For I know that this shall turn to my salvation through your prayer and the supply of the Spirit of Jesus Christ, according to my earnest expectation and my hope, that in nothing I shall be ashamed, but that with all boldness, as always, so now also in Christ, shall be magnified in my body, whether it be by life or by death. For me to live is Christ, and to die is gain. But if I live in the flesh, this is the fruit of my labor, yet what I shall choose I wot not. For I am in a strait betwixt two, having a desire to depart and to be with Christ, which is far better. Nevertheless, to abide in the flesh is more needful for you. And having this confidence, I know that I shall abide and continue with you all for your furtherance and, and joy of faith, that your rejoicing may be more abundant in Jesus Christ for me by my coming to you again. Only let your conversation be as it becometh the gospel of Christ, that whether I come and see you or else be absent, I may hear of your affairs, that ye stand fast in one spirit, with one mind, striving together for the faith of the gospel, and in nothing terrified by your adversaries, which is to them an evident token of perdition, but to you of salvation and that of God. For unto you it is given in the behalf of Christ not only to believe on him, but also to suffer for his sake, having the same conflict which he saw in me and now here to be in me. And um, I, when I was praying about where to go next, the desire of my heart was to touch on something in the Bible that would be helpful for us in the time in which we live. Obviously, we, we want something that's helpful in the time that we live. But uh, I was praying that God would lead us somewhere that was, was helpful to us in the times where America is right now. And it's on my mind. It's on my mind a great deal of the time. 
how America is changing and, and in so many ways for the worse. And so uh, this was what came, came to my heart about, about, so I read it and prayed and read it and prayed, and I felt like this is where we're supposed to be. And there's a lot of things about this passage and, and, and this book that um, they're extraordinary. There's a lot of things about it that, that just are very encouraging in our walk with God. You know, it, it begins, uh, you know, with uh, Philippians 1, 6, where it says, being confident of this very thing, that he which hath begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. And that's very encouraging to me as someone who has felt like a, <laughs> a lifelong work in progress. You know, none of us ever arrived. Paul said that he had not arrived. And the truth is, is we don't. We're always going to be a continual work in progress. But it's, like, it's nice to look back and see God's having done things in your life and brought you from where you were to, uh, to where you are and knowing that he's going to keep doing that work. And that's the thing is that if anybody wants to be a disciple of Christ... God will make him one. God will make every child of God who wants to be a, a successful, as far as you know, growing in faith and knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ and in the work, God will do that thing in our lives. The, 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 the great need of every one of us is to be willing to be a, a student of the Bible and to be a disciple of Christ and to be a, a yoke fellow with the Lord Jesus and with other brethren. And so this is something, I, this passage has been something that, to me, it, it, it stands out as being helpful in that regard. Wow, are these your glasses or mine? They came out of the <laughs> They're out of the office. Oh, I some <laughs> those are her backups. Okay. <laughs> and again, I want to thank God for my wife this morning who, you know, I did the studying, but she pretty much did everything else. <laughs> um, and she spilled coffee on it to make sure it had that special feel. <laughs> <laughs> but she's been spilling a lot lately. <laughs> her, uh, her her thumbs and stuff has uh, been not feeling right. Uh, I've what? been dropping things. Yeah, so anyway, praise the Lord. Here we all are. <laughs> yes, sir. I may have missed it, but how did Melissa's bowl down Well, I went to the doctor to get it removed, and he spent the whole time talking to me about all the other tests I haven't had done in the last five years. That oh. So he's going on vacation this week, and he's taking it off. Yeah, and I, I offended the doctor. I because we went to the that appointment hoping it would be removed. I mean, that's why we went to, for this appointment, nothing else. And of course, the nurse spent like the first 15 minutes getting her record caught up. Because they switched machines. Yeah, and so. So you it know, means 40 minutes, he said, to to numb it, to cut it, to stitch it, and all that good stuff. Yeah. He works 60, 70 hours a week. He said he can't do it till he gets back. So. Is it known to be melanoma or just? It's, it's suspicious. I've had melanoma before, which puts me at a greater risk to have melanoma again. And um, it's smaller than the last one, but it has some of the same characteristics. There's like A, B, C, D. And, you know, like asymmetrical, not symmetrical. Um, the borders are not normal. Um, the color, switch colors. The only thing it doesn't have is the D, the diameter. It's the size of, um, it's small. So, yeah. So, so we're praying that, that this was caught early. Yeah. And, well, maybe, so, it's not, maybe it's pre. Sometimes right. melanoma will sit right there and not go into the skin. So they call that melanoma on site. My son had one of those removed from his foot just last year. He had a precancerous one. So it could, could go either way. <laughs> right. So, you know, God's timing is always perfect. And and so we'll keep on praying about that. And uh, Brother uh, Patrick mentioned somebody. What Say that again. What you ben, uh, ben, right. Ben's um, going to Maldives. Maldives. Okay. So uh, we need to pray about that as well.
Okay, so in the handout, Philippians chapter 1. I'm just so excited. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> so uh, number one at the top there is salutation and greeting. And that's verses 1 through 11. And uh, so we, we just read it all. But um, letter A there is God's grace and peace to the saints, bishops, and deacons at the, uh, of the church at Philippi. And so that also, you know, not, not every book in the New Testament is to a church. But this one very clearly is. And it's to the people serving in the church. And so that's the, uh, the auspices of, the, of, of this book. So in letter B, Paul was grateful for the saints' fellowship at Philippi. We start in verse, uh, verse 3. says, I thank my God upon every remembrance of you, always in every prayer of mine for you all, making requests with joy. Um, okay. Hey, Brad, I yeah. think it's important for us to have some context. Um, their introduction in my Bible reminds us that this is Paul's first imprisonment and he's actually under house arrest. Right, yeah. And he, he mentions his imprisonment here. And, and I, that's something else that I, I, I think is, is it's very inspiring for us as Christians to see in Paul's life. And God called him from the very beginning. He said, I'll show him what great things. He said this to Ananias. But he said, I'll show him what great things he must suffer for my name's sake. And I think that Christians are woefully unprepared for suffering. And yet, you know... <laughs> As we become more like Christ, and now as we see the world around us becoming more and more adverse to the things of God, then we will very much continually be going more and more against the flow. Now, and, and, and our government and our, our society in particular, with uh, all the different mechanisms seeming to be completely given over to, I mean, it's corrupt. I don't know any other way of saying it. But our, our, listen, our, not everybody that's in government is corrupt. So let me, let me just say that. <laughs> uh, but we have a, a great deal of, of where you look in our um, organized society, a lot of places you look, and it's growing so that everywhere you look, it seems like, and maybe it's not there yet, but uh, I, I started going to the VA, what, a year ago? A year and a half ago. And I was encouraged that everywhere we went in the VA, there was always people with religious, specifically Jesus, things up on their desks. And I said, well, amen, glory to God. <laughs> so, you know, thank God for that. But in the, as far as those who are controlling the government, those who are making decisions, more and more and more, they are very much squeezing out. Now, right now, it has not become like a law that you can't be a Christian, but man, they certainly are, and, and they're, they're, they're shutting down every voice of opposition. When it comes to, I mean, like uh, in, the, in the last, uh, in the last um, uh, uh, President Trump's term, you know, there were a lot of good things that were happening, and some of those things were all turned around 180 degrees. And so, listen, we can pretty much expect that our world will continue going in this direction. And a lot of the things that are happening again now, they were beginning to happen in Obama's term, in the, in the eight years of Obama. Yes, sir. You're talking about shutting things down. Wait, thou doth protest too much, thou doth say science too much. <laughs> yes, they do. And, that, well, and the science they claim is not accurate science. Right. You know, science, the word science means knowledge gained by observation. And they claim all kinds of things of science that, though, that it wasn't gained by observation. It was gained by their point of view. And so, again, this, this is 
it's it's uh it's very important for us to understand that that suffering is part of the Christian life. The more like Christ we are, the more we will see suffering. And again, as the world is changing to to become less and less um, uh, patient or or what's the word I'm looking for? Um, Tolerant. Thank you. <laughs> less and less tolerant of Jesus Christ's presence in Christians among them, because let's face it, we are the voice of dissent. When all, every voice of, of, you know, education and the government more and more so are all saying things contrary to what the Bible teaches as fact, you know, and, and you know, there's lots of easy things like genders. Who would have ever thought we'd come to the day where saying, hey, there's two genders would be intolerant. And listen, folks. You are not a science believer because there's an X and a Y. <laughs> well, that's that's just the point. They have their own science. And they declare our science is the real science. Your science is not science. You're just a, you're just a, a naysayer. You're just a religious freak or whatever. And so they have the megaphone. That's the point is they have the control of social media. They have control over all these mechanisms that are the way in which people communicate with each other. They have control. And yet they do not have control of a child of God who is submissive to the Holy Spirit in his life. So our place, they, and like Paul, Paul is put in prison in Philippians. And so there was suffering for Paul as he's standing for Christ, but they cannot change what Paul is declaring. They can put him in jail, but they can't stop him from declaring that's who we need to be, Miss Glory. Um, two quick things. We were talking about, you know, you know, Brian was filling the form out for something the other day. So it asked, male, female. And I'm like, what is non-binary? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It's male, it's female. But that was the other choice. You're male, female, or whatever non-binary is. And then I was reading an article uh, yesterday or day before. There's a teacher in Loudoun County. Um, that he was not in the class. He did not disobey any rules. Yeah, they were, we read about um, this. Did you read about that? They were in a thing discussing if they were going to implement this, and the gentleman stood up and said he would not lie to his children that, that he taught. He would not tell them that a boy could become a girl and a girl could become a boy. He said he stood for God. And I'm not saying it's a mistake, but that was a mistake mm-hmm. because as soon as he basically said that, Right. They, they, he's not technically fired yet, but they put him on leave. Right. And, and, and right. And that's that's exactly the kind of thing that I'm talking about. He said he wouldn't tell him the wrong thing. Right. He said he wouldn't lie to his Well, family. and at that point, it hasn't even he hasn't even broken any rules yet. No, I know. They were still discussing right. that they were going to implement that. Yeah. And just, but he disagreed. You were saying being quiet yeah. people. Yeah. If you disagree, it's not even a rule yet. Right. They still well, and, and it goes back to, and I'll get to you in just a second, Patrick, and then we have to close. Uh, okay, okay, okay. Pat says we have to close. Okay, I was just going to say that Joshua, at the end of the book of Joshua, he says, choose you this day whom you will serve. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. And here's what I'm saying, that the day is going to come where it's not just the teachers. It'll be saying nobody's allowed to think this way. Nobody's allowed to teach their children these things. And if you're caught doing those things, then there's going to be there's going to be judicial repercussions. And someday there may be whips and someday there may be scourgings and someday there may be jail and someday there may be death. 
And the Bible's very clear. These things, look, folks, if things keep going the way they're going, these things are coming. So our place as Christians is to decide right now, with God's help, we will stand with God. And we will not give in to what the world says we have to do. So I'm sorry, Patrick, we have to close. <laughs> yeah, go ahead, okay. Lord, thank you for your grace and mercy. And thank you for, Lord, you, you equip us with what we need to be your people. And we thank you that you give your Holy Spirit. You give boldness. You give grace. You give strength. And we pray that you would give us those things. And you would give us the courage, Lord, to stand for you and to decide in advance that we will stand for you no matter what comes. We lift up to you, uh, Ben, as he... Um, uh, begins uh, uh, going to, uh, preparing for this trip to uh, Maldives. We pray to please uh, help him to be safe and uh, bless his trip and bring him back safe. And uh, we uh, pray for the other prayer requests and um, and we do thank you for your goodness, blessing the coming hour for your glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you all. I'm sorry we had to shut down. Yeah, I have no idea what strength I know.